Right, I'm recording now. And if that's your intro for the podcast, I can't wait to see what you do for the broadcast. Oh, it's all downhill from now on. <laughs> it didn't, honestly, I mean, that's it. That, like most things in my broadcasting career, the introduction is the only bit worth listening to. Um, so there we go. Hello, gymnastics fans, and welcome to a special World Championships episode of your favourite quiz show. We're all taking a long and winding road, or maybe even a ferry across the Mersey, to Liverpool in this star-studded edition of our journey into gymnastics trivia past and present. But who will be the pacemaker, and who will be Jerry Attrick? Who's got a ticket to ride, and who'll need a ticket to hide? Who will be shouting help, and who will be saying, I feel fine? Gather around with your friends and play along, because in gymnastics, you'll never chalk alone. It's time for the great gymnastics quiz. Well, hello listener. Ollie Hogben here, and I'm joined by journalist, broadcaster, and occasional paperback writer, Blythe Lawrence. Blythe, World Championships! World Championships! It is here at last. It's time. And we are so excited. It is going to be a super (laughs) world championship. It really is, isn't it? Um, Blythe, why? Why is it going to be such a great world championships? Go. Allow me to launch into metaphor. (laughs) There is a real bands back together feel to this world championships. But it's like, not only is the band getting back together, but the band has added several amazing new people (laughs) who add an extra dimension to the art that's going to be produced. Um, There are so many big name contenders coming back, six Olympic champions, no less, only two of whom were in Kitakyushu last year. But in addition to that, you've got all of these impressive new people from around the world who are coming up, many of whom are going to be competing at their first world championships. And there is also a feel of the clash of generations, the people that we adored in Tokyo in 2021, and the people who potentially could be really big in Paris in 2024. And we are almost at the halfway period between the two Olympic Games, even though this is a compressed period compared to how it usually is between the Games. But certainly, we can project outward and forward a bit towards those Games. And so that's going to make the results of what happens in Liverpool just even more interesting. I think as well, you know, we've got to add into it the city of Liverpool. Um, I was lucky enough to work at the Commonwealth Games in the summer and uh, the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, the atmosphere was absolutely magic. I've never experienced anything like it at a gymnastics competition. I know you were in Glasgow in 2015 working at the World Championships there. There is something quite special about the crowd in the UK, they are a very good gymnastics crowd to, to put big competitions in front of. And I hope it's going to be much the same. And I'd also add to it that probably a lot of people, this will be their first world championships they've attended from overseas since Stuttgart. I know there's going to be a big reunion of gymnastics fans. There'll be people right now who'll be planning when they're going to meet up and what they're going to be watching together and that sort of stuff. And that's lovely because we missed all of that in Kitakyushu. And also in Great Britain, in terms of sports presentation, and this does hark back to Glasgow in 2015, they just set a new standard 
when it came to the presentation of gymnasts walking out across the stage, being introduced like rock stars before the finals with flamethrowers and with jets of flame and with this ginormous screen uh, that projected them and, and talked about their accomplishments and, and really introduced them properly to the crowds. I can't wait to see what Liverpool is going to do in terms of that as well. It's going to be electric. It is. And we're going to be very lucky to have um, Lisa Gannon, a veteran venue presenter, and Danusha Francis to, to do the hosting in venue. I, I work with both of them at the Commonwealth Games. They're really terrific at, at what they do. And they they will add so much of a sense of clarity to things, particularly for, for the new fans um, you know, who, who aren't so used to watching gymnastics in venue. Um, oh, wonderful. Wonderful. And uh, those of you who are listening to this and going to be attending, come and say hello to us if you see us there. Um, Blythe will be writing and interviewing lots of people and will be joining me in the commentary booth for all of the action. We'll be calling all of the finals for the official English language world broadcast. Um, So it'll be a pleasure to speak to many of you uh, all around the world. Oh, Just thoroughly exciting. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. But first, this edition of the Great Gymnastics Quiz. Now, listener, if you are new to this, the format is oh so simple. We ask each other five questions, alternating format, penalty competition style like uh, football or or similar sports. Um, No half marks, you're right or you're wrong, and no tiebreakers. We draw if we draw. And at the moment, we are two wins for me, two wins for you, two draws. So this is big. Because this, this is kind of our who goes into the World Championships in peak form kind of quiz, isn't it? It is. So so I don't feel good about that, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> um, and look, you know, Blythe, you, you know that one of the most exciting features of any World Championships is squad selection, especially when there's a team competition. People get excited about it, don't they? They, they go through and, and you've done this, you, you sort of work out potential scores um, that, that people can produce. Um, people are very into kind of fantasy teams. They do it for the collegiate system. It looks great fun, um, the, the, the sort of fantasy drafts that, that people do. Um, and you're also an expert in podium training, aren't you? You're, you're, you're one of those people that over the years has watched podium training you kind of made a career out of blogging early on about podium training Um, and I think you and I both know that I have not performed in podium training I've not looked good in the lead up to these world championships I've been uneven I haven't been hitting consistently I I, I would not select me frankly I I, I wouldn't Um, so I've taken the unprecedented decision to bench myself ahead of this quiz Um, but I'm not going... See, I can see you smiling. I'm not going to forfeit. You are not getting this win <laughs> by default. I have actually been working on my own fantasy squad selection. I have put together a fairly spectacular team. A, a really spectacular... You, you look rather concerned now. This is a shocking announcement. <laughs> and I don't know how to take it. Well, let me tell you this. I have a team that has 10 Olympic medals, three of them gold that has 15 World Championship medals, six of them gold, eight Commonwealth Games medals, and a couple of NCAA championships thrown in. 
Every single one of the team I've selected is a world championship medalist. I've got all-arounders and I've got apparatus specialists like any good team. So I'm going to guide this team through the great gymnastics quiz and they will be taking on you and they will be asking you questions about their own careers. How very interesting. Well, I think we need a bit of theatricality to get this set up. So I'm going to hand over now to my great friend and esteemed broadcasting colleague, Danusha Francis, who's going to set it all up. Amazing. Liverpool, are you ready? ready? Please Please make some noise noise for Team Ollie. This is brilliant. The first thing I wonder is if Team Ollie has t-shirts. No, but you know what? If we're going to merchandise anything, let's merchandise this. Ollie, if you're going to have a proper team, the leotards are paramount. The kit is paramount. I haven't thought this through at all. Okay, I need to hire a marketing manager for the team. Okay, shall we Shall we start? First of all, shall we do the toss of the coin, which actually is almost a coin this time. I have got, this is very special to me, I've got my um, medal from participating in the uh, broadcast team of Stuttgart 2019. Because that's the thing that people probably don't know. We get medals too, don't we? Um, lovely little commemorative medals. And I, I've, I've got them. So I've got this lovely Stuttgart 2019 medal, which was my first artistic gymnastics world championships. So with that in mind, um, it is... Um, so you have a choice, by You have the, the world championship side or the Stuttgart 2019 side uh, and call it... World Championships. And it is actually the Stuttgart 2019 side there. And I've never done a toss of the coin more carefully because I did not want to drop that (laughs) on the floor. Um, So I am going... I'm going to take the first question from you, which is an unexpected step, but I'd like you to ask first. All right. Without further ado, here we go. One reason the upcoming World Championships are especially intriguing is because of the possibilities for the Brazilian women, who are potentially on target to win a number of medals. My question to you, who was the first Brazilian woman to win a world medal, and what apparatus did she do it on? It was, I think, Daniele Apolito. So far, so good. And I've got to do the apparatus, haven't I? You do. Floor. Yes. Oh, I got that right. And that shocks me because I have a, a, a great track record of muddling the accomplishments of Daniele Polito and Diana Dos Santos when I'm under pressure. Precisely. And you handled it. So you're saying that you were feeling unprepared, that you were uneven <laughs> in the podium training? So far, I don't see it. Well, Danusha has introduced my team. Here is the first question coming from a member of my team. And we're going to start with a current world champion. This is Steven Nadarazic, competing for Team Ollie on the Great Gymnastics Quiz. Here's my question. Last year in Kitakyushu, what was unique about my gold medal win? 
So, Stephen Nederozic, first person on Team Ollie, what was unique about his gold medal win in Kitakyushu? Well, there were many things that were unique about it, but I think what he is referring to is the fact that before him, a U.S. man had never won a world gold medal on pommel horse. Shall we see if you're right? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen, if I'm not, but I feel fairly confident. I became the first ever gymnast from the USA to become world champion on pommel horse. Spot on. Well done. Stephen Nederozic, you know, world champion from last year. Um, what, you, what, what a phenomenal gymnast. And he's so popular, isn't he? People adore Stephen Nederozic. There are so many reasons to adore him too. <laughs> I agree. There's a whole I agree. backstory to a lot of his gymnastics that is very interesting. For example, he arrived in Kitakyushu actually quite late and he I believe yes. missed the US men's podium he, he training did. session. I I was on the bus with him. So Stephen Nederozic and I were the last people to arrive in Kitakyushu. It's just <laughs> so he he I was sitting on this bus on my own in the sort of quarantine area and then he got on and I thought that's Stephen Nederozic. Shouldn't he be here by now? Shouldn't he be doing gymnastics by now? And he was so calm. I was struck by how calm he was. And he won that world gold medal with a broken bone in his hand, I believe, that they only discovered later. Good Lord. So it it was like every possible obstacle was thrown at him and he just leaped over them all. (laughs) And he's going to be there at these world championships again. So very exciting. Second question from you. All right. Moving across the globe a bit. How many world team medals does the Italian women's team have from world championship competition? Oh, they've got two. They won, obviously, the bronze in Stuttgart, and I think the other one was a bronze, and I'm going to say 1950? That is correct. That is all correct. Now, the the big question, of course, in everyone's mind is how many more and what colour? Because, ooh, they weren't too shabby at the European Championships. The Italian women, European champions for the first time since 2006 this year. They have a phenomenal team. Now, of course, the team that was in Munich is not going to be the same, not quite, as the team that we will see competing in Liverpool. The unfortunate vault injury in apparatus finals to Asia D'Amato mm. and Angela Andrioli, mm. the, the rookie sensation. Uh, she's not going to be competing either. So Italy has had to mine their depth a bit and they are bringing up two gymnasts who are less experienced, but no less exciting. So it will be interesting. So second question now from Team Ollie, And we're going to go to an absolute veteran of the sport here. Somebody who now works as a judge at the highest level and somebody who has an incredible, along with their many other accomplishments, eight Commonwealth Games medals. Hi Blythe, this is Alana Slater and here is my question on behalf of Team Ollie. I was part of the Australian women's team that won a historic bronze medal in 2003. Two of us did all four apparatus in the final, me and someone else. Who was it? Oh, Alana, that's a very difficult question. (laughs) It is, isn't it? 
It is. That's very difficult indeed. And a name pops into my head, but I'm not sure at all if it is the right one. What's that name? The name is Monette Russo. And I think about that because Monette, of course, won her own historic medal in 2005 at the World Championships. But what I'm wondering is, was 2003 a bit are, are early? You, are you doing that thing where you float an answer and then you you sort of make it seem like it's not actually the answer that you've offered? You're, you're doing a very guilty smile right now. Why, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got to take that as your answer and let's see um, if you're right. The answer is Monette Russo. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Blythe, that is absolutely blooming sensational. I don't think enough can be said about how splendid Alana Slater was as a gymnast. Agreed? Completely agreed. She was a gymnast who was at the top of her game when I was competing in gymnastics, if you can believe that. And she was such an inspiration to me and I know to so many other gymnasts around the world, particularly on floor exercise, her expression, mm. her artistry, the way that she presented her routines, it was all extraordinary. Okay, we're two apiece. Next question from you, please. All right. The Flying Dutchman, Epke Zonderland of the Netherlands, won silver on high bar at the 2017 World Championships in Montreal in a fashion that was perhaps even more spectacular <laughs> than the way that he won his three world titles, which were 2014, 2013, and 2018, if you are keeping track. Now, in 2017, what did he do in the routine that made it so memorable? This was the one-handed catch wasn't it? Because I remember that he made a joke that his name should be Ebke Zonderhand, which of course is Dutch for without hand, isn't it? <laughs> which is fantastic. It's an amazing bit of, of witticism that, and that's why I've always remembered it. <laughs> you are entirely correct. The Zonderhand. Ebke catching his casina and then connecting it to a Kovach, which he caught essentially with one hand. His hand peels off the bar and he still manages to swing a clean giant out of it. <laughs> it's outrageous. It stunned everybody. <laughs> yeah, in incredible. Question number three for you, Blythe Lawrence. Um, now, you, you said you felt pressure before with the Alana Slater one. This is going to be worse. Um, this is the first, but not the last, of our Olympic champions to be asking you a question. And, well, let's just hand over to him. Next up for Team Ollie is me, Kyle Schufelt. Obviously, it will be really embarrassing for both of us if you get this wrong, considering the fact that you helped me write my book, Make It Happen. So there's no pressure here, Blythe. No pressure at all. How many World Championship medals did I win? In which years did I win them? And in what events? I feel okay about this. Well, actually, I, as he says, you ought to, having, <laughs> having worked on his book with him. But Kyle, too. Like Alana, he he was the answer to a question. Uh, Commonwealth Games, 
gymnastics quiz question that you asked me and that I got wrong. The answer is three. Kyle has three world medals, all of them bronze. Two of them come from 2003, bronze on floor, bronze on vault. The last one comes from 2006, bronze on floor. Let's have a listen. And the answer is, I won three world championship medals, two in 2003 in Anaheim, California, one bronze on the floor exercise and one bronze on the vault, and another bronze medal in 2006 on floor exercise at the World Championships in Aarhus, Denmark. <laughs> that is the most nervous I have ever seen you in all of the time we've worked together, with the exception of the first time you ever did commentary. Um, wow. Yeah, well done. Well oh, done. Kyle, I really didn't want to let you down. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, um, we've got to talk about Kyle Schufelt as a gymnast. I mean, this gentleman was absolutely phenomenal wasn't he he was yeah the the man the phenomenon um uh, a brilliant history maker for canada in so many ways and such a lovely person as well Uh, i've got to say this and i know Blythe, you'll just squirm with embarrassment while i say this because you you hate any form of praise about yourself but um make it happen is an absolutely phenomenal book I know that you and Kyle worked really hard, really closely together to make sure that Kyle told his story in the way that he wanted to and crafted it correctly. I think it is a phenomenal piece of writing. Kyle is, um, for me, that book is a brave bit of writing. It's a real um, insight into being an elite level athlete, being the top of your game. He does not glamorise it. He is honest about it he, he's he's beautifully honest about it and you have have played your part in, in making that a truly fantastic book and I would just say to just everyone just get a copy of it just get it the opening is brilliant it's so um it, it's haunting and tense and so dramatically written and I I just it's one of my favorite sports books ever um, you know, if if I were not a gymnastics fan, I would love it as as a book. So I think you know I can't recommend it strongly enough. Thank you. So we are now at three apiece. This is have we ever had a quiz like this where we've we we've just been going completely clean across the board? I don't think so. Well, now I've said it. Of course, I'm going to get the next one wrong. So let's see. A lot of people are talking about the U.S. women's chances in Liverpool, and with very good reason, because they have won five consecutive world team titles, everything since 2011, and if they get a sixth, it will set a new record. So my question to you is, what is the only other nation to have won five in a row? It's got to be Romania, hasn't it? It is Romania. 1994 to 2001. What an era of domination. Yes. The 1990s belonged to Romania. Right. We are now heading to your penultimate question. And this one is a slightly further jump back into the story of the World Championships. And it is from somebody, I think this one will mean a lot to you, because this is somebody that you uh, grew up listening to. This is somebody who's... 
uh, got a very special place in a lot of people's hearts, not just as a gymnast, but as one of the finest broadcasters in the world. Hi, Blythe. Representing Team Ollie is me, Kathy Johnson Clark. I know that you've got an amazing knowledge of the history of gymnastics. So can you tell me, in what year did I win a medal on floor exercise at the World Championships? Easy. 1978, you Strasbourg, didn't, France. You didn't have to think about that for a moment, did no, you? No, no. And <laughs> the reason why, and this will be familiar to many hardcore gymnastics fans, was a VHS tape that came out in the 1990s called Gymnastics' Greatest Stars. And it was presented by Kathy Johnson and Bart Connor. And it went into both of their careers and their accomplishments. And... It was one of the first things that I was able to get a hold of when I was a child to learn about the history of gymnastics. And that floor routine from 1978 from Kathy Johnson was (laughs) just the most beautiful piece of art. And it was featured on that VHS and it was just so memorable. And I know that there are other people who feel that way. She was a gymnast of extraordinary, extraordinary grace and elegance and complexity as well in the in the quality of the work that she did. But she had that thing, didn't she, where which all of the great gymnasts have, where you run the risk of not noticing how hard what they're doing is because you're too busy watching how lovely what they're doing is. There was so much nuance and complexity to her gymnastics. The way that the routines were brought together, it really was art. Her gymnastics had so much heart. Her Mm. story Mm. is just one of a person who would not give up until she achieved her biggest dream. And it is one of the most inspirational and touching stories in artistic gymnastics, I think. And that story is wonderfully told in a TV series that you were the consulting producer on, uh, I believe back in 2019, uh, 2020, um, called Defying Gravity, which is available on YouTube, isn't it? I, it is. I believe. And uh, in, in one of the episodes, you might be able to remember which one, I, I, I forget which of the six I think episodes Um, her story is told in in real detail and it's it's well worth a watch we are to invoke popular gymnastics parlance four for four so we now come to the last round of questions okay over to you for you Ollie what never before seen vault oh god (laughs) don't like this already (laughs) Okay. What never-before-seen vault did the Republic of Korea's Yang Hak-sun debut at the 2011 World Championships in Tokyo en route to winning the men's vault title? I saved the hardest one for last. Mm, Didn't you just? Sorry. Um, That's okay. It's absolutely fine. I'm just... um... Uh, just trying to see if I can phone Kyle <laughs> Felt now and see if he can answer this for me. Um, 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 no, I do. I uh, yes. Um, I'm I'm trying to remember how many t- twists, and I think it was three. Um, and 
it was a it was that vault with the three things um come on hogben get this right uh it was a handspring uh front triple twist brilliant i said that in such a haunting <laughs> way didn't I? It was, I i said that i said that the way somebody does morse code it was dot dot dash 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 dot dot oh, oh i'm sweating okay right all of that means you've got to get this right in order for us to draw now obviously you've got to have a bit of a grandstand name to produce at the end um do you remember when it was that i first became aware of gymnastics and what competition it was and when i fell in love with the sport you've told me about this you were sick as a child weren't you yes chicken pox chicken pox yeah chicken pox ah yeah and it was what 93 it was it was 93 well done okay 93 yeah, it was 93 yeah it was, i knew it was 93 or 94 yeah. because the gymnast who caught your eye as you sat you know on the couch at home from school um just sort of flicking through the channels yeah never really knowing what gymnastics was yeah, yeah. And you saw the World Championships in Birmingham. I did. And the standout gymnast there, of course, was the great Shannon Miller. So it'd be great, wouldn't it, if the final question were being asked by Shannon Miller? (laughs) It would be great. Let's see. Hi, Blythe. This is Shannon Miller representing Team Ollie. This year's World Championships are happening in the UK, and it was in the UK in 1993 that I won three gold medals. Which three did I win? What's the answer to the question? Birmingham 1993. I watched this, of course. Absolutely drank it in. Because it was actually really the second year that I was aware of gymnastics, having (laughs) fallen in love with it, watching the 1992 U.S. Olympic trials, sitting in front of the television after Saturday morning cartoons. They had this really long broadcast, and it was so well done. And I just remember thinking, this is the coolest thing that I've ever seen in my life. Um, And and of course, Shannon Miller was such a huge part of that. Um, So the 1993 World Championships, Shannon wins all around correct she wins uneven bars correct and she wins floor exercise absolutely sensational and she does not win balance beam which was probably the apparatus that she'd been most anticipated to win because she had i think some illness and wasn't feeling real well before she went up on that. And I remember reading about that afterwards. Um, The beam routine was very difficult for her. I think she came off twice and then she came back to win floor. And she said afterwards something like, you know, I guess you can be a little shaky on floor (laughs) if you're not feeling well. And, and, you know, if you cover it up well enough, nobody notices. And then, of course, the next year she won balance beam 
at the World Championships in Brisbane, along with defending the all-around title, went on to Atlanta 96 and won the balance beam title in her home Olympic Games and that the, the famous team gold medal, one of the most famous team gold medals of all time. And that means that we have drawn this World Championships edition of the Great Gymnastics Quiz. And we've actually, we've had a complete hit of all 10 questions answered correctly. It just goes to show you, doesn't it, Ollie, that what happens in podium training (laughs) does not necessarily tell you what's going to happen in the actual competition. Well, listener... It's been fantastic having your company and also the company of all of these gymnastics greats. I must say a huge thank you to Stephen Nedorozic, to Alana Slater, to Kyle Schufelt, to Kathy Johnson-Clark and to Shannon Miller for joining the Great Gymnastics Quiz. And most of all, thank you for listening to it. It's been amazing um, having your company and I look forward to having your company even more at the World Championships. Um, Blythe, if people want to get in touch with you, how can they do it? I'm on Twitter. And it's changed. And it's changed. My handle is now underscore Blythe Lawrence. And mine is underwhelming Ollie Hogben. Sorry, it's, <laughs> it's just Ollie Hogben. So there you go. Um, and keep listening to the Great Gymnastics Quiz. And most importantly of all, watch the World Championships. If you see us in Liverpool, come and say hello. Uh, Please don't ask us any quiz questions. We can't handle the pressure. We've gone five for five. We're not answering any more questions ever. Maybe until the next time we play the Great Gymnastics Quiz.